0: breaks with the ball at hand. Martin goes himself. He scores. Williams,
1: what a moment. You have to say very close to the biggest kick of his young career so far. What a moment. Here he goes. Owen Farrell. It's down. The Hello everyone and welcome to what is a very intimate podcast this week. Fox Sports Rugby has been reduced to a team or two with Stephen Hoyles off on daddy daycare duties and Christy Doran on his way to Eden Park, Auckland for the third and final Lions v. All Blacks test. And great news, this warmed my heart this morning, first seeing Sam Worthington when you told me that... Going through New Zealand Customs, Christy Doran was pinged by the local officials for taking in a red delicious apple. Run me
0: through it. Yep. This is so good. A yeah, pretty somber start for uh, Christy's holiday. It was his first. He told me yesterday it was his first time out of New South Wales in four years. So he's, <laughs> what? so he's uh, un- unbelievable. Yeah, no. he's, he, he's really been locked up uh, oh, here in mate. New South Wales. So he was. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, all very excited, but he just forgot the uh, no. forgot to to get rid of that red delicious. He, oh. he loves his apples. He would have been munching away. I'm um, excited about his big trip, and and uh, yeah, New Zealand for people that haven't travelled there. Uh, Strong very, border control, rules. very very strict. Uh, they only tell you about a, about 25 times Correct. before you get off the plane. So yep. so Christie's obviously got the headphones and all something oh, and too good. Dreaming of uh, dreaming of the rugby, and he's yep. uh, he's fallen foul. But he he told me he gave a bit of a sob story, uh, a real tear jerker about how he was a long suffering Wallabies fan. Um, on arrival, and, and he reckons uh, he reckons it got a bit of traction, and the guy made a note of it, and he reckons he might be able to avoid a, a big fine. It's so a $400 fine, so Hoyles and I were there last weekend for the second test heading into
1: Wellington. 400 beans he's staring down the eyes of, and the exchange rate's about on even, so uh, that, it, I mean, that just makes me so happy to make Hoyles particularly happy. He'll love that, that won't he? He'll our love co-host, that. Lee, uh, Lindsay Christy doran has been pinged 400 on his way into Auckland NZ, where? We have the decider between the Lions and the All Blacks. Last weekend was the only game anyone in World Rugby was talking about. And I can tell you, first-hand were, though. It was the single best atmosphere of any rugby game I've ever been to, ever, at the Caked It was
0: just nuts. Is that right? That's that's a big call because you've, you've been to plenty of been to some. big games. So what, what what did that replace? What did that, that take that, over as number replaced, one? That replaced uh, Hong Kong Sevens final. Yep.
1: Uh, Vancouver as well, because you're under the big top in Vancouver. Uh, Sevens is again, again, so they had 40,000 there this year. The noise uh, just slams around the stadium and it replaced the third and final uh, Lions v All Blacks test of 2013 when the Lions won. because There were so many fans out at ANZ for that one. But Wellington on the weekend, I think we would have been looking at, honestly, mate, I reckon we would have been looking at 65% Lions fans to the
0: 35 of the All Blacks. Yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? And there's just so many of them over there. I think there was a lot of people that were um, had to stay in Christchurch that, that night, you know, after the game, fly back to Christchurch just to, to find a bed because yeah. the town was absolutely chockers. I think you guys were on the, Slept on the, floor. On, on the floor somewhere. So, yeah, it, uh, just just making some great noise. At first, I thought there was that uh, Niholo chant had gone up, but it was the, the maro Toje so uh, chant, the, of course, the, the, and that's, the, that's, that's really taken off. That's the one oh, 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 yeah, oh. oh. Old. So, yeah, so the
1: Waisaki Hollow has been subsequently uh, reduced to Maro Otoje going from Wellington to Auckland first thing Sunday morning because that was the only way Hawes and I was in, like, we could get out of the city. Uh, we had Lions fans on the plane with us behind us still singing that song Is on that the right? plane on yeah. the Air New Zealand flight. Do you reckon they've got any sleep? Probably not. Probably not. No. I wouldn't have slept uh, at all if I was a Lions fan because it was an incredible win. So dramatic. How long has it been since the All Blacks lost at home? I think we're going back to 2009. I feel like South Africa was the last side to beat them there. Yeah, correct. So, Strong South right. African and, side uh, in 2009. In Hamilton, and maybe. Hamilton was the one, exactly uh, right. So I, I think, think they won the Tri-Nations that night too, yeah. South
0: Africa. So it's yeah, it was been about, a long while. About 46 or 47 games. Something, something ridiculous. Crazy. So, uh, yeah, that's gone up in smoke. Of course, uh, the sunny bill, the, the drama there in the 25th minute just completely changed the game on its head. But, yeah, the All Blacks were actually, they, they regrouped and, you know, were in control. I think what a nine-point lead. Uh, well nine-point lead? Well into the second the half. drama. And then the Lions started throwing it around a bit in the wet, and the drama. It, uh, it paid dividends. So, yeah, quite exceptional. You, you were welcome in, into the Lions' These Lions den. fans, the Lions fans. So we were over
1: there shooting a story for Kick and Chase, and they're just the best, honestly. There is not uh, no niggle, all smiles, clubbing tins, just singing their hearts out. That was pre-game, and then for the actual match itself, we were lucky enough to get tickets to sit in and amongst just a sea of red jerseys. And I had a Scottish family in front of me, so they were they were a touch older, and it was you should have seen the emotion at full time when they cracked it for the win. I mean, they, they were hugging, there was tears. It meant so much to them, and it was so funny to see you know this this dude wearing a kilt, hardcore Scottish guy, cheering the Fazman Owen Farrell to kick the match winning goal and, and that's what the beauty of the Lions is and I'm so happy we get to go to Eden Park with a series in the balance.
0: Yeah just superb fans I mean there's been great stories of, of people literally their life savings getting poured, poured into this uh, you know been saving up for 20 years mm-hmm. for, for this strip of a lifetime yep. so just awesome and, and they yeah they obviously put New Zealand rugby fans to shame with all their singing you know um, Kiwis and to a lesser extent Aussie rugby fans pretty quiet pretty passive don't don't make a lot of noise Comfortably Comparab- um, yeah and and, yeah, so it just adds so much colour and, and vibrancy uh, to the game, doesn't Brilliant. it? And, 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 yeah, obviously pumps huge amounts of money into the economy. So I think uh, so there was a few stories going around earlier on the tour when they weren't looking so good about, is, is this the last Lions tour? And that, that's just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I don't think that was ever going to be the case, given how much uh, money it, money it generates for a start. But also just the goodwill and, yep. and, and, and love that love for the game that it, uh, helps, uh, I guess, build up. So yeah, there's even talk that, uh, in, in the future, there could be a women's lines tour, which would be sure. aw- awesome to see run that, uh, concurrently or, or, at a, at a separate time. So yeah, just, just add so much to the game. And, and, I'm obviously a New Zealand fan, but, uh, Great for the series, clearly that it's going down to this. It's it's uh, an exciting week of build-up. I tell you what, if there was to be
1: a New Zealand tour, British and Irish Lions women's side, uh,
0: they would be the Lions side would be. Particularly strong, dominant. Yeah, the, very strong. I think the English and the Irish yeah. are both uh, professional yeah. outfits now. Apparently, they, they so. go
1: they go real well yeah. um, against New Zealand. So potentially that's look forward to in twenty twenty nine. But this weekend we have got the third and final couple of changes for the All Blacks going in. La Marpe will start this weekend. Number of hurricanes in the starting fifteen.
0: The Lions they stay as was. Yeah, it's really interesting how it's panned out. Like, uh, I mean, the All Blacks go into the series, they were the settled team, you know, had all the the combinations and and knew exactly what they were doing. But all of a sudden, they're having to scramble a little bit. And uh, I wouldn't say it's panic stations, but a couple of surprising selections. Whereas the Lions, um, you know, a a team cobbled together from four countries or three countries, really, uh, Mm -hmm. with with Scotland not involved at the moment, they're able to roll out the exact same team. and, And they're, you know, somehow the more settled team. Going into this. So what an occasion for Geordie Barrett to make his debut on what's likely to be another pretty miserable night up in Auckland at at, at fullback. Um he seems like the most unflappable dude in the world, like yeah. he's like he's just out on yep. the farm milking cows or something. But yep. But uh, it's going to be a little bit different where, when the series is on the line and 50,000 mostly Lions fans in there and, and Sexton and Farrell putting up pieballs for him, So yeah, just a huge huge occasion. But the one I was even more surprised about was uh, Julian Sevilla coming mm. back for uh, for Naholo. So uh, for Rico Iwani, sorry. So that I didn't really see that coming. Um, Ioani obviously. did did so well on the first test up there in Auckland, his home track. uh, Two tries and Sevilla's been a bit out of sorts so all all of a sudden he's coming in, uh, in from the cold to to, to play in the decider. So I think the the game plan clearly, that they, they got a bit of traction from running hard and straight at Sexton and Farrell. So I think Sevilla, that's going to be one of his main jobs along with Murphy, just to to run straight at those two playmakers, um, take them out of the game and, and try and get some good quick ball. It's funny you should mention Julian Sevilla because we were on the same flight
1: as him heading from Melbourne over to Wellington. Um, that was the only way we could get across here on the weekend. We had to go to Sydney. Melbourne, Melbourne, Wellington, coming home. Wellington, Auckland, Auckland, Sydney. Uh, the, the bus was on the same flying flight as us. He was flying out of Melbourne okay. over, to, uh, over to Wellington. And you just see him, the size of him, and you think how well New Zealand rugby is going in terms of depth when that fella
0: isn't starting. He's a great enigma. He's got the, the best... Uh, try scoring strike, 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 strike rate right. out of out of uh, a tier one nation. I think Ohata from Japan's got uh, he scored the most tries out of anyone, but. Yeah, the, the bus's records just phenomenal. But yeah, I think he was—he's uh, a bit of an enigma kind of a bit like Marnono before him. He doesn't doesn't always play his best stuff in Super Rugby. He tends to lift uh, in the black jersey, so I'm am sh- sure he'll be all right. But he's—it's probably not his, not his strength, uh, turning and, and dealing with kicks and that sort of stuff. So you, you can expect a lot of that on the weekend. Plenty to come this weekend. So we look forward to that at five.
1: 30 on Saturday afternoon. We have got Super Rugby back ticking along as uh, well as that kicks off for the Aussie sides this weekend.
0: We had South Africa. Conferences one and two. We had the most one-sided game. Uh, almost, not, it was almost up uh, there with uh, the Matt Burke tear jerk of the Lions and the SunWolves. That was a bit embarrassing, and it, it doesn't do a lot for to, um, to the argument for the SunWolves and, and, and the Hargueries to be in the. They the lost to the Kings on the weekend. They did. yes. Yeah, they so. lost
1: to the Kings at home. Am I right in saying that was in? Buenos Aires.
0: Uh, I I feel think like it, it was. might have been, mate. Yeah, I, I think, feel like it was I in think, Buenos Aires. I think you're right. We oh, were over in NZ, but I feel like that one was in Buenos Aires. Yeah, come on. It's it's pretty pathetic, isn't come it? On. That's the Argentina national team. But come I, on, I've got to say, these Kings. Um, you you were talking them up a little bit earlier in the season, 100% and when they're over here, yeah, good on them. Like the, the force of have, 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 have the, the force have stood up to some degree in Australia, and the Kings yep. have really done the same over there in South Africa. a complete bunch of no-names, but they've played, at, at times, some of the best rugby in the competition after Correct. after being completely ridden off. So, yeah, g- good on them. I know that I've sort of dismissed them as being being hopeless uh, many times, but uh, good on them. They're, they're knocking over some, some serious teams, so well played. Sure
1: they sure are. So, uh, they've already got the ball rolling and getting super rugby this week. Uh, we kick things off with the...
0: So Reds and Brumbies Friday night double header, yeah. Reds and Brumbies, and then we got the Force and the Rebels, of course, two of the the teams on the chopping line. Now. So, yeah, like uh, interesting times for. So we've the got a double double header, like an yep. Aussie rugby double header. Super yes. rugby, double yep, header. Yep, yep, all about the Aussies on should Friday night. You should know
1: that because I'm heading to Perth this weekend <laughs> to call that game. You should know that. Force V Rebels, it's tomorrow.
0: Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, obviously all the teams have been uh, released now. Christian Leliofano, it was hoped that he'd get a run off the bench after playing some fourth grade on the weekend, but unfortunately, um, just a bit of a tight hammy, so that's been put on ice um, yeah. for this I week. I would have loved to have yeah.
1: seen seen uh, get a, ch- a shot at him. That would have been outstanding. I mean, the fact it, that he's even in the... Oh, yeah frame just to play rugby again after being diagnosed with leukemia is it under 12 months ago yeah so he underwent the bone marrow transplant at the start of the year i think it was yeah, um, maybe i'll n- be corrected on this i think it might have been his sister was it that he he yeah, uh, used for the bone marrow transplant but he it's just quite extraordinary and uh, he's one guy that he's much loved in australian rugby so i can't wait to see him Get back to what he does best.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So it's, it's a shame he couldn't, uh, couldn't get out this weekend, but I'm sure he will uh, play some part in, in their finals campaign. And, and yeah, just a completely inspirational story. Thomas Kubeli, um, he'll make his return via the Good bench for the Brumbies for as well. So, this time of the year. so, all of a sudden, yeah, going mm. into the finals, he's got uh, options in the halves. Uh, so, he's, he's got Powell and, and Howard who have d- been doing a decent job, but pretty inexperienced. So, to be able to call up Cabelli and, and uh for the finals, uh, yeah, v- very interesting. The Brumbies uh, showed some good form going into the June break as well. So, you know, they're a, a shot at advancing out of that quarterfinal. Do you think they roll the Reds this weekend, this Friday night? I think so, yeah. The Reds, uh, they've talked a lot this season, haven't they? talked to talked a big game a lot but just haven't actually shown it on the pitch. So... Yep. Um, I th- the Brumbies obviously got a little bit more to play for in, in terms of sharpening for the finals. Whereas well, they
1: c- they have the potential
0: now. The
1: Brumbies don't let to move ahead of the... Sto- the Stormers didn't play last weekend, did they? Did the Stormers play last weekend?
0: Ooh, these are very yeah. tough so these questions. Are qu- these, are,
1: these are hard <laughs> questions for me to answer, and I'll tell you why, because... I was, I was with the Lions. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can't keep track of what the Stormers are up to. You yeah. ke- so you keep, keep me running through the potential, though, for the Brumbies to jump the Stormers and
0: maybe finish third? Uh, I'm right th- in saying that I think overall. Yeah, I think they might have a bit of work to do ah, to that off. the beat the last week. Yeah, so the, so the Brumbies are they're locked into that uh, that home quarter final as we yeah, know. But, no, but in terms of yeah, like, y- the next rather, round. Yeah. So you either play they might either play Chiefs Chiefs,
1: if they finish third, or go Chiefs Canes at home. There's that potential.
0: In, in successful
1: weeks, in, yeah. Got yeah, the in the
0: successful weeks. Sure, sure, sure. In
1: successive weeks. Successive weeks. Hard to say if it'll be successful because they're uh, both pretty handy. So uh, <sighs> that's what lies ahead for the Brumbies. So they will be chasing, obviously, the uh, maximum points against the Reds Friday night. And know, Force v Rebels. How do, re- how do you reckon they'll go, Brumbies-Reds? Uh, th- I think the Brumbies win. I think the Brumbies win. Uh, then Force v Rebels. Uh, I'll tip the Force... Again there. Uh, Both sides just involved in a massive signing Hmm. spree. uh,
0: Yeah. Remarkable there. It's like the Cold War.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm talking? Yeah. US, Russia... Just trying to get one
0: upsmanship on each other, and the AUs the what the Atlantic, oh, the Atlantic God, Ocean knows? in the middle of it all. Who or? knows
1: what? Who knows what the they night. are? But uh, that's what it's like. They, they just continue to sign, and everyone goes on their merry way, as you'd expect yeah. them to, because they've got to prepare for next year as if they're a part of the competition.
0: So, and I think it's smart from the um, for those two clubs and the agents and the players, because the AAU said, "Look, uh, we're going to honour, we're going to honour your contract." So, it's yeah, fall-proof. quite. Quite Smart. uh smartly. They're yeah. they're saying, Okay, we'll um we'll, take, we'll, we'll take, make take we'll all make all sure around. that I've got oh, some we'll take, some Oolah coming in next uh next season one way or another and signing up. So yeah, very very interesting times. Um Adam Coleman a captain of the
1: force as well for the first time tomorrow night. That'll be good. Jeez, he's been, he has been outstanding, has not he, through June and no doubt he will continue to uh rip and tear on
0: Friday night against the Rebs, the big Tasmanian. He's just growing, mm. in, growing in stature, isn't he? And he, I think already, there's some great locks in world rugby, but he's right up there pushing already. up there f- for mine. He's doing all that physical stuff, all the line out work, but he's also starting to show those touches um, at, at times in the backline, right up there. A bit of subtlety. So he's yeah, he, he's seriously right up there um, in world rugby, and he's one of the. There weren't many success stories in June for the Wallabies, but certainly Izzy Folau was one, Carmichael Hunt was one, and, and Adam Coleman, the, the rise and rise that he's on, um, was certainly another. So, yeah, great to see him. I'm, I'm sure he'll handle those leadership responsibilities as no well. Problems. And, um, yeah, it was nice to see. I think Christy, uh, while he wasn't munching on apples, had, had a chat to Dave Vessels um, the other day, and he's just such a classy... Dude, Vessels he is it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Very he just uh, the force coach, very likely. Talking about how this isn't this isn't us against the rebels. We're all, mm. all on this as one. We, um, you know, we, we love rugby, and there's so much respect and I guess empathy between the Do you know what? between the two teams in this this horrible situation. The flip side to that, I was at a fundraiser last Friday for uh, Matty Vossa from the Harlequins Club
1: down in Melbourne. Big feet, Jean who uh, tragically was um, suffered a spinal injury a couple of years back. So Cave Griggs and I went down to try and uh, help kick the tin a little bit for the big fella and uh, the day went beautifully well and Baden Stevenson newly appointed Rebel CEO was on hand part of the panel Q&A and he said the same thing mate yep. it's like this is not an ask for you them there's a there's a great level of um, understanding between the two clubs and yeah that they they both get it you know they both get it so i think that's kind of kind of classy Absolutely,
0: both. absolutely, and yeah, yeah, I, yeah hope, cool. I hope they are able to, to throw their troubles aside for these uh, 80 minutes and, and, and put on a bit of a spectacle, and I'm sure they will. Um, both, both teams do have some attacking fire parrots. <laughs> it's a shame that Sef and Ivalu's not in there for the, the Rebels because he's great to watch, but there's, there's Chance Penny back for the force. Um, John O'Lance on the bench as well. So, yeah, plenty of talented footy players running around. Indeed. Okay, the final game involving Australian Super Rugby side this
1: weekend sees the Waratahs and the uh, Jaguars, the Haguarez, the Jaguares, whatever you want, at the SFS. And I think if the Tars
0: don't put 20 or 20-plus 20 on them, they are, um, they're not fair, Nick. Yeah, quite right, and uh, let, let's hope they do. They've spoken a lot about the, the last home game, last uh, home game for Rob Horn. Mm-hmm. Um, they've they've put their supporters through a fair bit over the last two seasons, and. It does. I know. Again, they've talked and talked without a lot of uh, end product, but I think this time they, they might be able to just uh, you know with Izzy back in form, they might be able to just release the shackles and 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 rack up a few points. I think the, a couple of people have mentioned that uh, the Hargueteys uh, they they seem to already be in sort of holiday mode and they you know keep them away from the casinos this week. They, <laughs> they, they 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 just don't seem to be producing on the on the rugby pitch, do they? They, they they're able to do it when they're in the Argentina national colours, but um, th- there's no pride in the. And the hug you are is there? Is there shortening? It wouldn't, wouldn't seem so. They're, they're letting. Oh, I'm not saying that there's no <laughs> pride in it. I'm just saying that the way they've played has been. Yep. They're much better than that. Much yep. better than yep. that. It's yep. not been much chop. No, no. If we're being fair, if we're being honest, it's not been much chop. Absolutely not. So yeah, I, I agree. Waratahs by, yeah, twenty twenty-five potentially here. Yeah. Weather conditions forecast good. Sydney for the weekend. Not so, so, not so good over in Auckland, a little bit Not so
1: good in Auckland. Uh, so there's no excuses for the Tars not to unleash and to unshackle their big guns and hopefully put plenty on the Jaguars. Maybe we can start to build some momentum in the closing weeks leading into that little break before uh, before we kick off the first letter, so August 19.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's obviously not an ideal situation for the Australian Conference to have it all, all wrapped up and, and let's face it we're, we're trying to pump it up but there's not a huge amount to play for from the club's perspective, but certainly uh it's it's becoming Big it's becoming an elongated Wallabies trial isn't hasn't it Big um, picture. and so th- they are doing a lot of extra training to get ready for the blatterlow cup um and I'm sure Michael Checker will be watching to see look uh, are they, as you said before are these guys fair dinkum? um yeah he he'll, he'll see who actually. Um, cares about putting in when, when there's not necessarily the, the spotlight on them. So, yeah, I, I think there's still plenty to play for. It's hard to – there's not too many positions in the Wallabies that you'd say are completely locked up, are there? No, nope. I mean, we saw that through June. No, Bern- Bernard, right. F- Bernard Foley, Adam Coleman, there's mm-hmm. certainly a couple. But outside of that, um, th- there's, there's tons of positions up for grabs. So, yeah.
1: So they're all going to go at it across the weekend. So don't forget, 5.30 p.m. on Saturday afternoon. That's where it's at. All backs, v Lions to decide who will walk away with the big prize over there in NZ. Then we're in Utaz, v Haguarez, Friday night, the double-double header. That's what I'm calling it, the double-double. Double-double. of Aussie teams. Let's do And uh, the African conferences off and running as well. And also were, though, plenty of terrific stuff coming out of the Australian Schoolboy Championships at the moment. So if you want to get a look at that, head to rugby.com.au. And they have got all the highlights packaged up. There are some seriously good kids
0: cutting around at the moment. They're the future. They can ball. Absolutely. Yeah. We highlighted a, a few of the highlights, uh, kick and chase on Tuesday mm-hmm. night. And as we keep talking about it, the, there is that raw talent out there, isn't there? There just needs to be the the pathways put in place um, for all these kids coming through. There, there was, uh, I think, one of the young Queensland lads who was putting on that Nehi Milner Scudder mm-hmm. type step. So, yeah, all, all the skills are there. there. It just, just needs to be harnessed. Grab them and don't let them go. OK, we hope you have a good weekend
1: no matter the result for your side, it is going to be an absolute build, a wall-to-wall action on Fox Sports. Uh, on behalf of the absent Christy Doran, who's 400 bucks slider over at Auckland Airport, the Daddy Daycare, Stephen Hoyles, and Sam Worthington, Shaw Maloney saying good luck to you and yours, and we'll catch you next week to wrap it all up again.